Welcome to Didache, where we are studying to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth so we can worship God in spirit and truth, deepening our knowledge of God, thereby enabling us to deepen our love for God. Here is your host, Justin Peters. You will never believe who Pope Francis just compared Jesus to. Today, in Bethlehem, amid the deep shadows covering the land, an undying flame has been lighted. Today, the world's darkness has been overcome by the light of God, which enlightens every man and woman, all those little ones whose childhood has been devastated by war. These are the little Jesuses of today. Welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Justin Peters. I hope that this finds you and your family doing well today. I want to thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. I just saw that video clip uh, on the Fox News YouTube channel, and I thought, unbelievable. So I downloaded it and wanted to do this quick little video. You probably noticed I'm doing some rearranging here in my office. But at any rate, I downloaded it. Um <laughs> Pope Francis compared Jesus to uh, little children whose lives have been uprooted, maybe even destroyed by war. And he says all these little children, they are little Jesuses. So he compares them to Jesus and, of course, vice versa because comparisons go both ways. Uh, all of us who have a soul, who have a heart, uh, weep when we see children who are... Uh, abused, who are uh, molested, or even in situations of war where their lives are uprooted or destroyed. Of course, that is heartbreaking. But dear friends, to compare Jesus to anyone, that is just unbelievable. Even for Pope Francis, I think is unbelievable. I've sometimes referred to Pope Francis as the Deepak Chopra of Roman Catholicism. Let us remember that Pope Francis, this is a pope who has said that atheists go to heaven, uh, homosexuals go to heaven, Buddhists, Muslims, Hare Krishnas, you know, as long as you're sincere in your religion, no matter how far outside of Christianity it is, uh, you get to go to heaven too. He uh, recently had a bunch of drag queens and quote-unquote trans women at the Vatican, uh, which there is no such thing as a trans anybody. Uh, you're one or the other. You're either a man or a woman. But uh, he had them in and celebrated them. And uh, just a few days ago, as of this recording, said that uh, priests can bless same-sex unions as long as they're not called marriages. But um, yeah, two homosexuals living together and doing what, you know, people living together do, you know, a priest can bless that, bless that union. Something which the Bible literally calls an abomination and is evidence of the wrath of God uh, listed amongst the sins in Romans chapter 1, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. I mean, it's, he is the Deepak Chopra of, I used to refer to him as the Joel Osteen of Roman Catholicism. He, he is worse than Joel Osteen. I mean, this guy is a universalist. Uh, he is a socialist. 
universalist and apparently does not even believe in the deity of Christ. And uh, some of you who are Catholics may be watching this video. Oh, yes, he does. Yes, the Pope does. No, he doesn't. Not if not if you think that that Jesus is just one of many and all the all these little children they are little Jesuses too there's only one Jesus he is the alpha and omega the beginning and the end the first and the last the wonderful counselor almighty god prince of peace there is only one Jesus there is only one begotten son of god his name is Jesus preexistent from before the foundation of the world, co-eternal with the Father. He himself is the creator, and he upholds all things by the word of his power. He and he alone gave his life as a ransom for many. He is incomparable. He is without equal. And there is no one else to whom you can compare Jesus. You know, Catholics believe that I mean, this Pope is so far out. He's, he's even too far out for a lot of Catholics, too liberal for a lot of Catholics. Now, think through this with me logically. It is part of Roman Catholic dogma that the Popes are chosen infallibly. That, uh, and for those of you who aren't Catholic, uh, may not know this. So the way Roman Catholics choose their Popes, they have, they have a meeting of the Cardinals. And so the cardinals get together when it's time to choose a new pope, and they get together and they they make their decision. And when they when they reach a decision, then the smoke coming out of the building there is is white smoke, and so everybody knows they okay they've decided on a new pope. Now it is Roman Catholic dogma that that dis, that decision is an infallible decision because the Holy Spirit of God superintends those cardinals as they are making their decision. So their decision is the whatever man they choose to be their pope. He is the one who is chosen by the Holy Spirit himself. And yet we've got this pope who is a raging socialist, vehemently anti-capitalistic, and that's the least of his problems. This is a man who who is who's a universalist. He is a he is a universalist. I mean, friends, how does that work? If if the super if the Holy Spirit of God superintends the decision, how is it that the the head of the Roman Catholic Church now is this wild eyed liberal who thinks everybody goes to heaven? How does that work? And and let me ask this question too. What exactly is the point of even being a Catholic? What's the point of being a Catholic? I mean, if if the head of your church, chosen by the Holy Spirit himself, if the head of your church believes that atheists go to heaven, what's the point? Buddhists, Muslims, they go to heaven. Homosexuals, everybody goes to heaven. What's the point of even being a Catholic? Unreal. Um, as I close, dear friends, I do not hate Roman Catholics. Uh, I've said this many times. I don't hate Roman Catholics. I love Roman Catholics, but I love them enough to tell them the truth. I do hate Roman Catholicism because Roman Catholicism is a theological cult. 
This is a, a, it is the largest organized theological cult in the world because it flat out denies the fundamental tenets of biblical Christianity. Uh, in the Council of Trent, it, the Roman Catholic Church and the Council of Trent adopted a series of anathemas and they quite literally um, anathematize the gospel. To sum up, basically, if you believe that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, you are anathema. In other words, when you die, you will go to hell. Now, how that works with the Pope's universalism, I'm not quite sure. But at any rate, that remains official Roman Catholic doctrine to this very day. It has never been rescinded. So I hate Roman Catholicism. But I love Roman Catholics and love them enough to tell them the truth. And if you're watching this and you're a Roman Catholic, please hear me. You cannot believe Roman Catholic doctrine and go to heaven because Roman Roman Catholic doctrine is antithetical to the gospel. The, The Roman Catholic Church has literally anathematized the gospel. The true gospel is this. You are a sinner. You have broken God's laws thousands of times. You're a liar, you're a thief, you're a blasphemer, you are an adulterate heart at least. How do I know that? Because all of us are. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death, eternal death. And if you die in your sin, you'll very rightly and very justly go to a very real place that the Bible calls hell. There is no purgatory. That place does not exist. There's not a shred of evidence in the Bible, that purgatory exists. That is an, a, an invention of the Roman Catholic Church. If you die in your sins, you will go to hell. There will be wailing, weeping, gnashing of teeth. That's what you deserve. That is the bad news. But the good news of the gospel is this, is that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to this earth. And Jesus lived a perfect life. He never broke any of God's laws. He was the lamb without blemish. And Jesus willingly laid down his life on the cross. His life was not taken. He gave it. And on this cross, this perfect person offered his perfect life as a perfect sacrifice to perfectly satisfy the perfect wrath of God. A once-for-all sacrifice never needs to be repeated. Once and for all, read through the book of Hebrews. And Jesus satisfied God's wrath, died on the cross, three days later, bodily raised from the dead, proving himself to be who he said he was, God in human flesh. If you will repent of your sin, turn from your sin, and place your trust in Christ, in him alone, he will save you. Priest will not save you. Going to confession will not save you. You cannot have your sins forgiven by going to confession and confessing your sin to some guy in a booth who's just as sinful, if not more so, than you are. There is only one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. And so to all the Catholics watching, if you will turn from your sin, place your trust in the finished work of Christ on the cross, him and him alone, lay your works down. They will profit you nothing. They are as filthy rags before a thrice holy God. Trust Christ in Him alone, and He will save you. You will pass from death to life. And then, as a new believer, you will leave the Roman Catholic Church. 
Thank you very much for watching, dear ones. Until our next time together, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you for listening to Didache. We hope that you were encouraged and edified by what you just heard. If you have a question or comment for Justin, or interested in more teaching resources, or would like to have him come and preach at your church or conference, you may contact him at justinpeters.org.